Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a Torah Weekly with James. Today, uh, we are doing Tazria. She bears seed or she brings forth. This is for April 2nd, 2022. On the Hebrew calendar, it is the first of Nisan, 5782. Our Torah portion for today is Leviticus 12.1 through chapter 13, verse 59. The first half Torah is 2 Kings chapter 4, verses uh, starting with verse 42, going through chapter 5, verse 19. The second half Torah is Ezekiel 45, starting with verse 16, and going through chapter 46, verse 18. The Brit Hasha, which is the uh, New Testament, our first one will be Matthew uh, chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. Then we move to Luke chapter 22, verses 1 through 13. And lastly, we come to John chapter 6, verse 8 through 13. Let's start with Leviticus chapter 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a woman have conceived seed, and born a man-child, then she shall be unclean seven days, according to the days of the separation. For her infirmity shall she be unclean. And in the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised, and she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary, until the days of her, of her purifying be fulfilled. But if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her separation. And she shall continue in the blood of her purifying threescore and six days, sixty-six days. And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation unto the priest, who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that hath borne a male or a female. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles, or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Chapter 13 And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priests. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in the sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut up him that hath the plague seven days. And the priest shall look on him the seventh day, 
And behold, if the plague in his sight be at a stay, and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven days more. And the priest shall look on him again the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark, and the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. And if the scab spread much abroad in the skin, after that he hath been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spreadeth in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought unto the priest. And the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and it have turned the hair white, and there be quick raw flesh in the rising, it is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. And if a leprosy break out abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that hath the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest looketh. Then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague. It is all turned white, he is clean. And when raw flesh appeareth in him, he shall be unclean. And the priest shall see the raw flesh, and pronounce him to be unclean. For the raw flesh is unclean, it is a leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turn again, and be changed unto white, he shall come unto the priest, and the priest shall see him, and behold, if the plague be turned into white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, that hath the plague, he is clean." The flesh also, in which even in the skin thereof, was a boil, and is healed. And in the place of the boil, there be a white rising, or a bright spot white, and somewhat reddish, and it be showed to the priest. And if when the priest seeth it, behold, it be in sight lower than the skin, and the hair thereof be turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy broken out of the boil. But if the priests look on it, and behold, there be no white hairs therein, and if it be on lower than the skin, but be somewhat dark, then the priests shall shut him up seven days. And if it spread much abroad in the skin, then the priests shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. But if the bright spot stay in its place and spread not, it is a burning boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if there be any flesh in the skin thereof, there is a hot burning, and the quick flesh that burneth have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white. Then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the hair in the bright spot be turned white, and it be in sight deeper than the skin, it is a leprosy broken out of the burning. Wherefore, the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there be no white hair in the bright spot, and it be no lower than the other skin, but be somewhat dark, 
then the priests shall shut him up seven days. And the priests shall look upon him the seventh day, and if it be spread much abroad in the skin, then the priests shall pronounce him unclean, it is the plague of leprosy. And if the bright spot stay in its place and spread not in the skin, but it be somewhat dark, it is a rising of the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is an inflammation of the burning. If a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, then the priest shall see the plague. And behold, if it be in the sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head or the beard. And if the priest look on the plague of the skull, and behold, it be not in sight deeper than the skin, and that there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut up him that hath the plague of the skull seven days. And in the seventh day the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the skull spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the skull be not in sight deeper than the skin, he shall be shaven. But the skull shall he not shave, and the priest shall shut up him that hath the skull seven days more. And in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the skull, and behold, if the skull be not spread in the skin, nor be in sight deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the skull spread much in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look on him, and behold, if the skull be spread in the skin, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair, he is unclean. But if the skull be in the sight at a stay, and that there is black hair grown up therein, the skull is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. If a man also or a woman have in the skin of their flesh bright spots, even white bright spots, then the priests shall look, and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of their flesh be darkened white, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin, he is clean. And the man whose hair is fallen off his head, he is bald, yet is he clean. And he that hath his hair fallen off from the part of his head toward his face, he is forehead bald, yet is he clean. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead a white reddish sore, it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priests shall look upon it, and behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald head or in his bald forehead, as the leprosy appeareth in the skin of the flesh. He is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. 
the garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it be a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it be in the wrap or woof of linen or of woolen, whether in a skin or in anything made of skin. And if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin, either in the wrap or in the woof, or in anything of skin, it is a plague of leprosy, and shall be showed unto the priest. And the priest shall look upon the plague, and shut up it that hath the plague seven days. And he shall look on the plague on the seventh day, if the plague be spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in a skin, or in any work that is made of skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy, it is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or woof, in woolen or in linen, or anything of skin, wherein the plague is, for it is a fretting leprosy, it shall be burnt in the fire. And if the priest shall look, and behold the plague be not spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in anything of skin, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing wherein the plague is, and he shall shut it up seven days more. And the priest shall look on the plague after that it is washed, and behold, if the plague have not changed its color, and the plague be not spread, it is unclean. Thou shalt burn it in the fire. It is a fret inward, whether it be bare within or without. And if the priests look, and behold, the plague be somewhat dark after the washing of it, then he shall rend it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. And if it appear still in the garment, either in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything of skin, it is a spreading plague. Thou shalt burn that wherein the plague is with fire." And the garment, either warp or woof, or whatsoever thing of skin it be, which thou shalt wash, if the plague be departed from them, then it shall be washed a second time, and shall be clean. This is the law of the plague of leprosy, in a garment of woolen or linen, either in the warp or the woof, or anything of skins, to pronounce it clean, or to pronounce it unclean. Now we turn to the half-Torah. 2 Kings chapter 4, starting with verse 42. And there came a man from Baal Shalisha, and brought the man of God bread of the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley, and full ears of corn in the husk thereof. And he said, Give unto the people that they may eat. And his servitor said, What should I set this before a hundred men? He said again, Give the people that they may eat. For thus saith the Lord, They shall eat and shall leave thereof. So he set it before them, and they did eat and left thereof, according to the word of the Lord. Chapter 5 Now Nahum, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Nahum's wife. And she said unto her mistress, 
Would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed, and took with him ten talents of silver, and six thousand pieces of gold, and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Nahum, my servant, to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had heard the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive, that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so, when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Nahum came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Nahum was wroth. And went away and said, Behold, I thought he would will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abna and Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. But he said, As the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. And Nahum said, Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servant two mules, burden of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the Lord. In this thing the Lord pardon thy servant, that when my master goeth into the house of Rimon to worship there, he leaneth on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Rimon. When I bow down myself in the house of Rimmon, the Lord pardon my, thy servant in this thing. And he said unto him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. And now to the last of the Haftarah reading, Ezekiel 45, starting with verse 16. 
All the people of the land shall give this oblation for the prince in Israel. And it shall be the prince's part to give burnt offerings and meat offerings and drink offerings in the feasts and in the new moons and in the Sabbaths and all solemnities of the house of Israel. He shall prepare the sin offering and the meat offering and the burnt offering and the peace offerings to make reconciliation for the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord God, In the first month, in the first day of the month, thou shalt take a young bullock without blemish, and cleanse the sanctuary. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering, and put it upon the posts of the house, and upon the four corners of the settle of the altar, and upon the posts of the gate of the inner court. And so thou shalt do the seventh day of the month for every one that erreth. And for him that is simple, so shall ye reconcile the house. In the first month, in the fourteenth day of the, of the month, ye shall have the Passover, a feast of seven days. Unleavened bread shall be eaten. And upon that day shall the prince prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bullock for a sin offering. In seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, seven bullocks and seven rams without blemish, daily the seven days, and a kid of the goats daily for a sin offering. And he shall prepare a meat offering of an epoch for a bullock and an epoch for a ram and a hen of oil for an epoch. In the seventh month, in the fifteenth day of the month, shall he do the like in the feast of the seven days, according to the sin offering, according to the burnt offering, and according to the meat offering, and according to the oil. Chapter 46 Thus saith the Lord God, The gate of the inner court that looketh toward the east shall be shut the six working days, but on the Sabbath it shall be opened, and in the day of the new moon it shall be opened. And the prince shall enter by the way of the porch of that gate without, and shall stand by the post of the gate, and the priest shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, and he shall worship at the threshold of the gate. Then he shall go forth, but the gate shall not be shut until the evening. Likewise, the people of the land shall worship at the door of his, this gate before the Lord in the Sabbaths, and in the new moons. And the burnt offerings that the prince shall offer unto the Lord in the Sabbath day shall be six lambs without blemish, and a ram without blemish. And the meat offering shall be an epoch for a ram, and the meat offering for the lambs as he shall be able to give, and a hen of oil to an epoch. And in the day of the new moon it shall be a young bullock without blemish, and six lambs and a ram, they shall be without blemish. And he shall prepare a meat offering, an epoch for a bullock, and an epoch for a ram, and for the lambs, according to his hand, shall attain unto, and a hen of oil to an epoch. And when the prince shall enter, he shall go in by the way of the porch of that gate, and he shall go forth by the way thereof. But when the people of the land shall come before the Lord in the solemn feasts, he that entereth in by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate. And he that entereth by the way of the south gate shall go forth by the way of the north gate. 
he shall not return by the way of the gate whereby he came in, but shall go forth over against it. And the prince in the midst of them, when they go in, shall go in, and when they go forth, shall go forth. And in the feasts and the solemnities, the meat offering shall be an epoch to a bullock, and an epoch to a ram, and to the lambs, as he is able to give, and a hen of oil to an ephah. Now, when the prince shall prepare a voluntary burnt offering, or peace offerings voluntarily unto the Lord, one shall then open him the gate that looketh toward the east, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, as he did on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go forth, and after his going forth, one shall shut the gate. Thou shalt daily prepare a burnt offering unto the Lord of a lamb of the first year, without blemish. Thou shalt prepare it every morning. And thou shalt prepare a meat offering for it every morning, the sixth part of an epoch, and the third part of a hen of oil, to temper with the fine flour, a meat offering continually by a perpetual ordinance unto the Lord. Thus shall they prepare the lamb, and the meat offering, and the oil every morning for a continual burnt offering. Thus saith the Lord God, If the prince give a gift unto any of his sons, the inheritance thereof shall be his sons. It shall be their possession by inheritance. But if he give a gift of his inheritance to one of his servants, then it shall be his to the year of liberty, after it shall return to the prince. But his inheritance shall be his sons for them. Moreover, the prince shall not take of the people's inheritance by oppression, to thrust them out of their possession. But he shall give his sons' inheritance out of his own possession, that my people be not scattered, every man from his possession." Now to the Brit Hadashah, and we are going to, uh, in the New Testament, Matthew 8, 1 through 4. When he came down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See thou, tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now to the second part of the Brit Hadashah. We're turning to Luke, the physician, chapter 22, 1 through 13. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and coveted to give him money. And he promised and sought opportunity to portray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread, 
when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go, and prepare us the Passover, that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water, following him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber, where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room, furnished there make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. The last of the Brit Hadashah, we are in the New Testament, John chapter 6, verses 8 through 13. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here, which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the meat sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. I thank you for joining me this week, and please join me again next week for a Torah Weekly. And you have a good week. God bless.